Welcome to Tech Mobility Topics. Reliable Robotics. And I got to admit, honestly, the name puts me in the mind of Spacely Sprockets. And that's a Jetsons cartoon reference if you're younger than a certain age. If you're a certain age, you probably get what I'm talking about. Then anyway, this company is a developer of autonomous flight control systems in retrofitted fixed-wing aircraft, which is a fancy way of saying that we equip existing small aircraft to fly autonomously. According to the company, it has recently completed a remotely piloted flight of a Cessna 208B caravan. Let me explain this. This flight did not have a human safety operator on board, so we're clear. You know, unlike the timidness of our um, autonomous folks on land, mm -mm, mm -mm, nope, it was successfully, it was remotely piloted successfully um, from a control center 50 miles away. Now, the first question I got when I thought about this and I looked at the column, I said, well, how did the tower communicate with the aircraft? Because the flight had no human safety pilot on board. And yeah, this happened already, folks. This happened last month. The aircraft took off from Hollister Municipal Airport in California, just south of San Francisco Bay, and was controlled from Reliable's Mountain View, California headquarters. The flight took a total of 12 minutes from auto taxi to parking. You know, long flight. (laughs) Aviation experts expect that advanced automation will be first adopted at scale in the cargo sector, starting with small freighter aircraft and eventually transitioning to larger aircraft. Do you hear a pattern here? When it comes to freight moving cargo, whether it be trucks or now small aircraft, it appears that this part of the transportation industry is the one embracing autonomy. And there's some practical reasons for that partially because you're not dealing with passengers. So that level of safety, I mean, they still need to be safe, but that level of safety that you would have to have over and above certain equipment because you've got passengers on board, they don't have to have. Also, pretty much like the trucking industry, you know, you're trying to find pilots. These cargo pilots don't make a lot of money. So, you know, this is not, if you're starting in aviation, it's a great place to start. But if you're looking to make a decent living in aviation, you're going to be looking to go with a larger carrier or passenger carrier or something like that to make that long money. You're not making it here. So that's another issue. Freight's still got to be moved. And particularly when it comes to remote communities around the planet, sometimes aircraft's the only way to deliver it. Companies such as Reliable Robotics, X-Wing, and Merlin are building independent software stacks that can be integrated in the Cessna flight control systems to allow regional cargo aircraft to take off, maneuver, and land without human involvement. Remote piloting, which is a step toward autonomous flight systems, will allow more communities to benefit from air service, especially with pilots' insurance supply, they say. Reliable's autopilot system automates all phases of flight from taxi to takeoff and landing. It uses redundant hardware and software to automate flight control services and engine controls, as well as redundant voice and data networks for secure air-to-ground connectivity, which enables remote aircraft command and radio management. 
let me expand right here. Your average commercial aircraft is redundant in ways you would not even believe in systems, controls, computers, and everything for safety, safety, safety. The FAA demands it. It is required to fly. And I know this because my dad was a commercial aircraft technician for many years, and he talked about the redundancy of systems. My question for these folk is what happens to this aircraft if they can't communicate with it? If for some reason communication's knocked out, what is the default control depending on where it is in its flight cycle? Whether it's taking off or landing, maybe it's already taxied and right before it pulls up into the air, they lose communication. I don't know. Sunspots. What? Pick something. Whatever. Power failure. What does it do? What is the default? What does it do? And this article doesn't talk about that. It talks about how automated it is. Well, let me ask another question. Now, in this case, in this example, it was remotely piloted. So you still had somebody who was communicating with the tower, obviously looking at the same controls and device and experience that the plane was dealing with in real time. But how does the tower communicate with an autonomous plane waiting to take off? Can you, I mean, do you talk to it? Is it AI? I mean, how does it translate commands into action or non-action or evasive action or corrective action? I got a whole lot of questions. I do. They admit, though, the primary hurdle at this point is getting aviation authorities to validate that autopilot systems are safe and can be safely integrated into the national aerospace system. And if the word autopilot makes you nervous, it should be courtesy of Tesla. They messed up with that. But they got it from the aviation industry. And I'm not really sure, in the case of reliable, what autopilot means, as opposed to autonomous flying. The Federal Aviation Commission, I'm sorry, the Federal Aviation Administration, in June, this past June, June of 2023, formally accepted reliable certification plan for its autonomous flight system, essentially signing off on the company's roadmap for complying with the safety standards. Did you hear that? Signing off on the company's roadmap for complying with safety standards. Just because the FAA accepted the plan doesn't mean they certified it to just go into the wild blue yonder. Ain't that easy at the FAA. That was followed by a series of flight tests and simulations that demonstrated Reliable's ability to reroute the aircraft, immediately change speeds, and fly under simulated weather conditions by updating flight plan routing. At that time, an onboard test pilot observed each flight. The system was also tested and simulated Class B airspace, typically defined as airspace surrounding the nation's busiest airport. May I... point out the word that I didn't see the first time when I read it, simulated Class B airspace. First time I read it, I said, what? You've got experimental planes flying in busy airspace? No, simulated, meaning (laughs) on a machine and a computer, not actually in the air. Proponents of semi-autonomous flight systems say they can prevent controlled flight into terrain and loss of control in flight, making them safer than aircraft with crews. And in case you're wondering whether or not this is like fly by night, 10, 15 years out there, like, uh, like cruise aviation, I'm sorry, like cruise automation and them in San Francisco, let me help you with that. ASL 
Aviation Holdings, a provider of outsourced cargo transport outside of North America for global express carriers such as Amazon, FedEx, and DHL, has been working with Reliable since last year to explore bringing advanced aircraft automation into its operations. This is going to happen. And they're doing it in real time. And guess what? ASL is not alone. They got another agreement with a Brazilian company, Azul Airlines, to figure out how to make this work. So, self-flying cargo planes. It's going to be a thing. Sooner rather than later. Think trucking, not private cars. And then you'll probably be closer. Because this thing is happening. We are the Tech Mobility Show. To learn more about the Tech Mobility Show, start by visiting our website. Hi, I'm Ken Chester, host of the Tech Mobility Show. The website is a treasure trove of information about me and the show, as well as where to find it on the radio across the country. Keep up with the happenings at the Tech Mobility Show by visiting techmobility.show. That's techmobility.show. You can also drop us a line at talk at techmobility.show. Did you know that Tech Mobility has a YouTube channel? Hi, I'm Ken Chester, host of the Tech Mobility Show. Each week, I upload a few short videos of some of the hot topics that I cover during my weekly radio program. I've designed these videos to be informative and entertaining. It's another way to keep up on current mobility and technology news and information. Be sure to watch, like, and subscribe to my channel. That's the Tech Mobility Show on YouTube. Check it out. Are you tired of juggling multiple apps and platforms for meetings, webinars, and staying connected? Look no further than AONMeetings.com, the all-in-one browser-based platform that does it all. With AON Meetings, you can effortlessly communicate with clients, host virtual meetings and webinars, and stay in touch with family and friends, all in one place and for one price. Here's the best part. You can enjoy a 30-day free trial. It's time to simplify your life and boost your productivity. AONMeetings.com, where innovation meets connection. Get started today and revolutionize the way you communicate. Social media is the place to be these days, and we're no exception. I'm Ken Chester of the Tech Mobility Show. If you enjoy my program, then you will also enjoy my weekly Instagram videos. From the latest vehicle reviews to timely commentary on a variety of mobility and technology-related topics, these short features are designed to inform and delight you. Be sure to watch, like, and follow us on Instagram. You can find us by typing the Tech Mobility Show in the search bar.